Welcome to the Church Nerd Podcast. This is Andrew. Let's talk about consistency, shall we? Now, listeners of the podcast will remember that I don't really do New Year's resolutions. A New Year's resolution is pretty much dead on arrival. I'm not even going to really even get to three weeks of resolving or resoluting anything. I mean, if you can raise your hand and tell me that you are still actively um, engaged in a New Year's resolution in August of that year, uh, just a big old pat on the back to you. I I I can't do it. Instead, I do what uh, CGP Gray calls a yearly theme. And so I deemed this year, 2021, to be, for me, the year of consistency. After the whole craziness that was the year 2020, I needed some more consistency in my life. I was tired of things shutting down and opening up and shutting down and opening up. I needed to be able to track where things were going and to know that when I laid down some plans or even the foundations for some plans that there was a decent enough chance that those things would bear fruit and be needed in the future. I'll be honest, there were lots of uh, uh, programs here at the church where I work and just other uh, goals in my personal life that I put some hard work into that ended up never even getting off the ground or when they did finally get off the ground, really just sort of lagged and, and didn't create a lot of energy. I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that just people only have so much energy they can invest in all of the various spheres of their life. And in 2020, there was only a minimal amount of effort I think we were all willing to put into every single facet of our life. And so that, you know, when I tried to uh, launch a program at the church or do something, um, if I got less of a response or less of a buy-in than I was expecting to get, it's really not anyone's fault, nor is it the program or the, or the idea's fault. It's just the fact that 2020 sucked all the energy out of everyone's ability to do pretty much anything. All that being said, I was left uh, feeling very much out of control of my own life, my work life, um, and the work that the church itself was doing, not to mention my own personal life, family, home, all that, all that stuff. And so I do acknowledge that my year of consistency was in as much a need for a sense of control as it was just a way to uh, streamline and make things more efficient in planning and executing ideas. And so how is it going? Well, every time I come to a fork in the road, uh, come to a decision that needs to be made, it is easier and easier to say, where am I going to find more consistency in this choice I have to make? You know, what, what path is going to lead to greater consistency? Or I could maybe even take a more outside approach and say, where do I see consistency in this decision or in this question? What's going on? When I first started, I imagined really taking hold of my work week. That's the, the granule that built out this whole idea. So I, I tend to look at my week in terms of blocks of time or blocks of responsibility. And that's just really kind of happened by uh, the way uh, 
tasks and goals just needed to get done during the week. Those kinds of natural flows just sort of settled into certain days. For example, uh, Monday really was sort of my look at the whole week and plan it out and see what was left over from previous weeks or previous months, uh, projects that were going to be coming forward in the future, or just things that needed to be done in that specific week. And just projecting that forward and planning things to happen on certain days, setting goals, setting deadlines, you know, just planning your week out. That was basically Monday. A lot of email response, a lot of things like that. Also, just the way the church works, you get a lot of carryover from Sunday. Um, And even though I think of Sunday as the beginning of my week, because, you know, theologically that's kind of an important thing, um, we... uh, I I really just practically think of Monday as the start of the week, and you get a lot of carryover from the Sunday before, from the the service before. Anyway, so Monday is my planning and getting stuff uh, set day. Wednesday has always just ended up being my meetings day. Uh, You know, I have regular meetings that I am a member of, a participant in, and then also I just end up hosting a lot of meetings uh, with parishioners or other other people who I'm on the phone with. So Wednesday just ends up being my day of meetings. And Thursday has just always ended up being a writing day, whether that's setting forward uh, the parish newsletter or getting my sermon, my penultimate draft for my sermon really written out and polished. That way, except for um, sparks or thoughts that happen over the weekend, it's really in a form that could be given on Sunday and be okay. Um, You know, you reflect on things all week or, or, you know, over several weeks, and you really kind of get it done, at least I do, on on, try to do it on a Thursday. Um, Also, I always try to make sure that the Sunday bulletin is prepped, ready, and polished on Thursday. In fact, my goal is to always print the bulletin on the Thursday. That way it's just ready for when we walk in on uh, Sunday morning. And of course, Friday at the church is typically my day off unless some other thing calls me to um, to need to come into the office or if there's a funeral or some other pastoral emergency. And so those are kind of the blocks that my work week would take. Now, is that the best workflow for uh, consistency's sake, or is that the best use of my time? Well, that's part of what this whole year was uh, meant to do, was to take a look at, are there adjustments that need to be made in how a typical week for me goes? Or, conversely, is there a way I could make these blocks of time on these given days even more concrete? Could I make them even more set in, hard, fast, and more efficient doing those kinds of chores that needed to be done on those given days, like writing on Thursdays and meetings on Wednesdays and what have you. And I have found that by uh, taking time to experiment and to look back upon uh, certain uh, automations that I've set into the work schedule of the church, that, you know, I am making my week much more concrete as far as setting this day as the meetings day and this day as the writing day and so forth. And there are simple little things that can make a big difference. Like, for example, uh, take the church's email, for for instance. Uh, lots of different 
uh, emails come in from lots of different people. Some of them may be vendors. Some of them may be uh, it may be church bills and utilities. It may be uh, pastoral questions from individual people. And all of these emails are directed to different people um, in the church. And so different people are responsible for different types of email. Now, instead of having lots of people checking the same email or having me going through regularly and forwarding certain emails to people, it's much nicer, I think, to set up a little automation for yourself. So, for example, in Gmail, there are smart folders and smart labels where you know, if an email is coming in from a particular vendor, uh, that is automatically tagged and labeled and put into a folder. Um, and likewise for this person or that person, so that you know that every single email that comes in from X person is going to be to the attention of so-and-so. And so you can automatically divide and spread out the incoming email so that you're not going through regularly and trying to see who needs to respond to this, who needs to get back to this person. It's already pulled and uh, sorted and filed by label and folder in Gmail. Little things like that, setting up those automations really does make it easier to uh, have your concrete, uh, you know, Monday is your email planning day, uh, make that much more efficient. Now, of course, you're going to have to check your emails uh, throughout the week. Uh, you're going to have to do a little bit of writing here and there throughout the week. You're going to be tweaking a sermon uh, throughout the week. There, you know, it's not that all the stuff only happens during those blocks of time, but those blocks of time which are really given towards certain days of the week is when the most efficient and profound work is done. Now, speaking of blocks of time in a work week, I want to tell you about batches. Batches are what I'm calling the realization that if I'm going to do something, you know, week to week, for example, work on a bulletin for a Sunday service or work on thumbnails for the church's YouTube videos or any one of those kind of regular things that you would do, you know, five small things for any one week again and again and again. I realize that I'm starting to do those single jobs in large batches. Case in point, I will typically make all of the bulletins for a church season all at one time. And so I may spend a whole afternoon one day making church bulletin after church bulletin after church bulletin for many, many weeks into the future. And then another whole day, I would make lots and lots of thumbnails for the various church YouTube videos for many, many weeks into the future. And so I realized that part of my consistency is actually not doing the same 20 things in this week and the same 20 things for the next week. In fact, it's doing all of the one kind of job in one afternoon for many weeks into the future and then on a separate day doing the second type of job for many weeks into the future all in one sitting. Batches really has become a way that my entire week spread across the long term becomes more consistent. I think it's just easier once you started to do one kind of job, for example, making thumbnails for YouTube videos, just go ahead and keep cranking them out. You're already in there. You're already working on it. Just keep knocking them out. Likewise, this podcast, I've realized that 
certain days, uh, like on Thursdays or maybe even sometimes on Tuesdays when I'm not busy at work, it's a lot easier to sit down and knock out a few episodes just in front of the microphone with the computer going. I've already got my setup here. Just keep on keeping on and knock out some episodes. Then, of course, you're going to sit on them. You're going to go back to you know your thumbnails or your sermons or your podcast episodes, and you're going to edit them and polish them and perfect them right before they roll out on the given day that they are due. However, just getting that front work done in one uh, batch sitting, I think is the best way, at least for me, to be more consistent. Now, obviously, you're not doing all those things across each week. In fact, it makes some weeks busier than others, which seems to go against consistency. But when you measure that workout in the long term, which I really think is probably the best way to live into a consistency is to think long term, that sometimes you have to do hunks of work so that Um, a much larger span of time is much more smooth. And beyond simply, you know, learning how to batch process repetitive tasks here in the office or to uh, solidify what would be an ideal work week, uh, this podcast itself uh, has been a large reason that I decided on my yearly theme of consistency. When I started this podcast almost two years ago, Uh, from an idea that stems back to 2017, I thought that I would have a larger, bigger, grander, and much more complete idea of what I wanted this project to be for my life. I had no idea what the church nerd would be. Uh, Would it be a funny uh, church commentary on pop culture and comics and sci-fi and other uh, popular entertainment Uh, Would it be a buddy uh, interview conversation podcast? Would it be interviews with uh, uh, authors and and other uh, religious thinkers and leaders and and people in the know? Uh, What would this podcast be? And so I started it without any realization what form it was going to take. Um, Obviously, I've tried a little bit of those things. I've interviewed people. I've had conversations with friends about pop culture. I've reviewed things. I've done that. And then all of a sudden, I kind of started delving into productivity and other, you know, like email applications. Did I think I was going to be talking about email apps as much as I have been and and, in project management software? No, no, I did not. But um, I think being more consistent with uh, the podcast Uh, as a part of this year's uh, uh, discipline, has really helped me uh, get an idea about what these episodes are. When I started, each episode was a precious little jewel. Uh, My attempt at a definitive statement on the given topic, whether it was morning prayer or, you know, St. Patrick or whatever the given theme of that episode was. I did lots of research. I condensed lots of writing into, you know, a 10 or 20 minute episode. And the thing was, I felt that I needed to have a perfect, concise uh, summation of all of this information and history into something that was uh, easily understandable by me and you as well. And that was a foolish, foolish thing especially because here I am condensing what is essentially 
textbooks of information written by academics who have spent years doing the work and the background reading to be able to write these dense, huge textbooks. And here I am doing a 20-minute collage of some stuff I read. And what's even more, uh, I guess, disturbing from my uh, view is that in the first episode of this podcast, I said that I was going to be a learner who had these uh, questions and was excited about the exploration of finding out answers, that I would be uh, asking the questions that we all kind of probably had, and that would be an exploration that I was excited about uh, welcoming you uh, to journey with me. And so the idea that each of these episodes were definitive uh, or really solid academic answers and explorations of these themes and questions was just a fool's errand. By being more consistent with the podcast this year has meant just putting out more episodes, and that has meant just getting it done, editing it, and putting it out there. So I don't think of every episode as much of a precious jewel as I once did. Are episodes going to have every um and uh edited out of them? Well, probably not so much. I'll be honest, in those earlier episodes, I was very self-conscious of my vocalized pauses. Now, not so much. I'm less afraid to have everything perfect, which means I can just go ahead and make more stuff. I can be flexible and correct myself in the future as needed. But one thing I've learned more than anything in just cranking out episodes is that it has brought out the inner writer in me. You may think that someone who produces lots of content has a lot to say. And I think the opposite is true. By making myself produce more content, I realize that I have something in me that uh, will rise to that occasion and will speak. So it's not out of a, a, an abundant uh, reservoir of things to say that many episodes have taken place. It's because many episodes are taking place that I am coming up with things to say. And I, I, I think that has really helped me become a uh, better uh, conversationalist with people that I interact with, a better pastor, a better preacher, and just a better me. So thank you for being a partner with me on this podcast journey. And thank you for consistency for helping me realize that. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode of the Church Nerd Podcast. Make sure you check out the show notes for links to everything mentioned in the episode, especially our Patreon page. Patrons of the podcast get exclusive members-only episodes and so much extra, extra content, helping the podcast grow into the future. Until next time, God bless. <laughs>